example of the case of Commonwealth versus Belgium, in which salvation could not justify the theft of a loaf of a plate. So justice having rejected justice for Susanna as intellectually unsound and approaching mere rationalization, finally he could not come to a conclusion and he made an unprecedented decision that he would withdraw from the case. The fourth opinion put forward the question whether the defendants intentionally took the false lie or not. He excluded executive clemency, where government decides to pardon a person from some or all the allegations arising from a criminal conviction. Justice Keith objected to Justice Foster's approach. He cited how earlier examples of judicial takeover in New York had led to civil wars, so legislative was superior to judicial. Justice Handy preferred the use of pragmatic common sense approach. He highlighted that the case required practical wisdom. He supported Justice Foster's purposive approach. The state of nature describes the hypothetical lives of people living before societies were formed. Philosophers of this theory believe in a time before organized societies existed. Within the state of nature, there is no law except that every man ought to endeavor peace as far as he has hope of obtaining it. A hypothetical state of nature is used as a thought experiment. People have no society and are ignorant that for itself from deriving benefits from the society. According to John Locke, no one ought to harm another in his life, liberty or property. Hobbes said that the state of nature was all time present in independent countries over whom the laws of nature prevail. This theory became the basis of international law and domestic relations. The purposive approach to the constitutional interpretation where law courts interpret a statute within the jurisdiction of law. Purposive interpretation can reject an exclusionary rule. However, purposive approach fails to separate parts between the judiciary and legislative. Fuller faced a dilemma about who must kill one of the colleagues or die of starvation. He used the law of yoga, which had a chief executive with the power of mercy and housemates who was to win. He took the time to the fifth millennium. His trapped explorers found out they could not be rescued before 10 days and the doctors assured them that survival was impossible. They all agreed to draw lots and Wetmore unfortunately lost. He was then killed and eaten. The other survivors were prosecuted for murder under the law whoever shall willfully take the life of another shall be punished by death. Fuller managed to use the opinions of the five judges to solve every dispute about the role of judges regarding nature of law. Fuller's view of purposive analysis gave rise to legal process theories. He found a technique to resolve challenges between natural law and positivism. The case of the Spelunchian explorers dives into the persistent legal problem. Apart from justice and the propositions lying in the opinions of other judges were not plausible. Fuller approved intellectual honesty and the willingness to recognize the best argument. He confronted those arguments and after reading the governing text, he relied on practical wisdom. Fuller had provided a list of permissible legal arguments. As Justice Sonyogar, in this case, the law is unambiguous. According to Justice Boss, the judges should have read between the lines. To contradict the statement, Wetmore realized that the act of cannibalism 
is passive and cannot be justified, so he withdrew from casting the dice. These men killed him willfully in a preconceived manner. At times, having forgotten that the way in which a judge conceives judicial role is the most significant factor in the whole judicial process, he made a correct observation. If hunger cannot justify the theft of wholesome bread, how can it justify the killing of a man? Justice he was the only person to interpret the law properly. One must remember that law is law and so it is morality. The positivist theory is the prevailing doctrine which says, Law is law regardless of its moral content and regardless of whether it is just or unjust. The positivist theory distinguishes law as it is from law as it ought to be. There is therefore such a thing as unjust law, a bad law, an immoral law, and so on. Thank you. Thank you.